and welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery, the podcast. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage change. Um, I wanted to welcome you to another episode of the Mindset to Mastery podcast, where we give you tips, tools, strategies, and actionable items that will help you change your mindset and master your success. This is part of my Equipped for Change special edition where I talk about specific um, topics and um, strategies and, and food for thought that will assist you in really thinking about what it means and what you need to be equipped to handle um, and guide change. And on today's session, I wanted to talk about be the change. And the reason why I wanted to address this particular issue is because I have seen so many people talking about changes that need to be made and, 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 and why change will not happen. And, and, and there's this ongoing debate about the changes that we're seeing within our country, within our communities, within our schools, within our companies or organizations both in response to COVID-19, a global pandemic, in addition to a, um, a response to changes that are being called upon um, when it comes to systemic racism and discrimination. And so today, I wanna challenge you to be the change. I wanna challenge you to think about what it means to actively be the change. You know, people talk about change, People fear change, people fight change, people may even, you know, wish for change. But at what point will they, will you step up to be the change? The power of change doesn't lie in the process. It doesn't lie in procedures or proclamations. The power of change resides in you, in me, in every single person who makes a decision and honors that decision with action. Change is a process that begins with an event. The real work, however, happens in the shift of transformation. That's where you face the ugly truth of what's wrong and you do the work to bring about what's right. This entire approach requires you to think about change differently. When we're talking about systemic racism and discrimination, those aren't just diversity and inclusion issues. Those aren't just about policies or procedures. These are people issues. These are a direct result of people's unwillingness to see things differently, to think about things differently, to behave differently, to act differently. This is an issue with people's beliefs. It's an issue with people's actions. It's an issue with people's inability to face harsh truths. It's an issue with people's unwillingness to change and to be open to change. Discrimination and racism are not political. They are deeply personal. They're personal when you can't provide for your family because you are turned down for jobs. It's personal when your perceived, uh, you know, your, your presence and your intellect are questioned. It's personal when you're profiled, stereotyped and dismissed just because of your last name or the color of your skin or where you're from. 
this is a personal issue. And I want to implore you to be the change because we cannot make strides in diversity, equity, inclusion. We cannot make strides in eradicating systemic discrimination and racism. We cannot make strides in creating a world and organizations that are better, that are people-focused, that are people-centric, and that are safe spaces for everyone to show up fully, wholly, and authentically. If nothing else, COVID-19 and, and the issues that have come about, come to light and, and really been focused upon with Black Lives Matter and the, and the entire movement um, sparked off once again through the, the death of, of George Floyd. If nothing else, this has shown us that life as we knew it and the systems that we, that we tolerated and embraced is not right. It's not something that's working for all of us. Yes, it may have been set up to put some people up atop or ahead of others. It may have been set up to favor other people ahead of others. It may have been set up to make certain people comfortable more than others. But this is not a political issue. This is not an organizational or systemic issue. This is not a policy issue. This is not a procedural issue. This is a personal issue. This is a matter of what you believe. This is a matter of what you hold dear and true to yourself. This is a matter of you being honest enough with yourself to be able to reflect upon your own blind spots, your own biases, your own you know, ways of thinking that inform and, 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 and drive your way of believing and therefore doing. So I, I don't want you to think about this from the standpoint of you're completely wrong and you need to change and just come over to the other side. I want you to think about this from a standpoint of finding commonalities. We make meaning by making connections. We perpetuate discrimination by finding ways to set ourselves above and apart. Instead, I want to challenge you to see ways in which we're connected, to see ways in which we are together, to see ways in which we're all human. I was talking to someone, um, and I've been having a lot of conversations about race and racism and discrimination and diversity and equity, inclusion and belonging and, and what that means when it comes to change and what that means when it, it means to, to overhaul an organization and what's the real or the right way to implement new diversity and inclusion and equity initiatives. And I was talking to someone and I said, you know, prejudices and discrimination and racism are personal. They're, they're, they are, as a, they're, they're a result of a personal feeling of either inferiority or superiority or entitlement or sometimes even oblivious, being oblivious. Because it is possible for people to live in the same exact time, in the same exact place, and, and do the same exact things, but have an entirely different set of experiences. The ways in which I see things and I perceive things and, and my perspective on things, yes, is colored and is shaped by my experiences as a black woman living in America that grew up in the South. Yes, there are a number of ways in which I see things that is shaped 
by the way that I, I approach my work and by the way I approach my dealings with people. Now, everybody has that same experience. We are all shaped by our perspectives. We are all shaped by our perceptions. We are all shaped by what we believe and what we think. And our encounters with different things or with the same things can be vastly different depending on who we are and what we believe. So the conversation needs to shift from being resolving around dichotomies of us versus them and designed to segment and separate. And it needs to instead shift to commonalities. How can I relate to what you're saying or what you're going through? How can I understand the perspective that you have? How can I open myself up to really examining things that I thought to be true, that I knew to be true, that I believed to be true, but looking at them from a different perspective? from the perspective of someone else that has to walk the same journey in completely, vastly different shoes. Being the change calls for a different mindset and a way of thinking. It requires you to move beyond what you think you know to exploring new perspectives and taking different actions. We may not all agree 100% on what should be done or how change should happen, but we can all agree that it is needed. So let's just start there and build a new path together. It starts with you. It starts with me. The power to change the system, the power to change the process, the power to change mindsets, the power to change the world is within you. It's within me. And the reason that I'm talking about this today, the reason why I felt this was important to put out there is because I'm seeing so many people who are really starting to adopt this, this approach or, or this belief that they're just one person so they don't matter. They're just one person so their perspective isn't all that important. They're just one, one person, one vote, one, one voice. So... Why should they say anything? Because they're so, this, the problem is bigger than them. And yeah, that may be true, but the problem's not bigger than all of us. The power is not bigger than each one of us coming together and, and making a concerted effort to think differently and communicate and to make meaning together, to be open to each other's perspectives and to lock arms and to figure out ways where we can all become involved. Take for example, DEI initiatives within your team or within your organization or within your community, your organization. So imagine that your company comes in and they say, hey, we're going to enact a new DEI policy because we believe that we need to do more to level the playing field but you never get to actually starting doing any of the work because everybody has a different opinion about what should be done and how it should be addressed. And guess what? There are a number of different approaches of how it should be done and how it should be addressed. And each person can take on and take responsibility for the one that most resonates with them. When I had the podcast episode um, a couple months ago, 
well actually last month, about five ways to wield your privilege. It was about picking and choosing things that you could do that work for you. If you don't go out and march in a protest, that doesn't mean that you're not supporting the cause. If you don't write letters to your congressperson or your representatives or you don't sit in on school board meetings or city council meetings, that doesn't mean you're not in supportive. You're not being in supportive of you know, dismantling racism. Everyone has a different level of participation. Everyone has a different strength. Everyone has a different approach. Everyone has a different idea of how this needs to be done, the way it needs to be done, how long it needs to be done, but what everybody has to do is act. Everyone has to be the change. The ripple effects of one act can reverberate throughout the world. You have that power. I have that power. You can create that ripple effect. Each one touches many. Be the change. Me doing this podcast is me doing an action that is going to have a ripple effect. Me writing a letter is that one action that's going to have a ripple effect. You having a conversation or correcting someone that says something discriminatory or racist is having that one, taking that one action that is going to have a ripple effect. And no, we may not see the results of our labor. We may not see the results of the seed that was planted by taking that one action, but we have to keep acting. We have to be the change. We can't rely on other people or other systems or the powers that be, quote unquote, to do it. Because guess what? We have the power. You have the power. I have the power. It is up to us as individuals and as a collective to do more, to be better, to act in ways that are go that's going to be systematic, that is going to be effective, and that is going to have long-term impact. We have to stop focusing on what pulls us apart. We have to start, stop focusing and highlighting the ways in which we are different and the ways in which we're going to disagree on what needs to be done. It's not a matter of disagreeing on what needs to be done. It's agreeing on the fact that something should be done. And each person can act based on where they feel they fit. This is not designed for all of us to be carbon copies of each other. This is not designed for all of us to, to throw away our individuality in order to, you know, jump on board. We are all in the same storm, but we are all in different boats. COVID-19 is something that we're all dealing with, but we're all in different boats as to how it impacts us. Living day to day in, in an age of heightened awareness of diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging issues and, and systemic racism and, and understanding more about discrimination, we're all in that same storm, but we're in vastly different boats. And when we are talking about diversity and equity and inclusion, when we are talking about equality, 
And when we were talking about creating opportunities for people to show up fully and wholly and authentically, we're talking about ways in which we can all connect. This is an opportunity for you to be the change. Start by being open to having a conversation. Start by thinking about things from a different perspective. Start by pumping your brakes when you immediately want to disagree or become defensive. Ask yourself, what is it about this that is making me feel like this? What is it about this that is making me react in this manner? Is there some truth to this? Is there something I really, really need to reflect on and do a deeper dive on? I have seen in the past month and a half, so many black professionals who are standing up and speaking out about how systemic discrimination and racism has impacted their lives. I have seen white people who are intent on and focused on being allies, be willing to listen and open themselves up to asking questions and being educated. I have seen people who have buried their head in the sand and said that it does not impact them because they don't see color and they don't understand why we're making such a big deal out of nothing because slavery is over and equal rights are here and so anyone can be anything at all as long as they pull themselves up by their, boot, by their bootstraps. You can't take a monolithic view of the world. You can't impose your version of the truth onto others. But what we can do is we can be open. We can genuinely be open to seeing things through a different lens. We can be open to being educated. We can be open to being informed. We can be open to shifting our mindsets so that we can be equipped. Be the change. Seize the power that you have within you to do something different and act. Be the change. Seize the opportunity to speak up when you see something that's, that's wrong, to advocate for other people. And by the way, being an ally does not always mean that you are doing it and then calling attention upon yourself and patting yourself on the back and asking for accolades and praise for doing what's necessary. Being an ally means that you truly want my best interest. Being an ally means that you leverage your position and wield your privilege in a way that helps others who don't have that position or have that privilege. Being an ally means that it's not about you. Being an ally means that it is about the people that you are trying to help, the systems that you are trying to dismantle, and the ways in which you are trying to bring about change. Being an ally, true allyship, not performance allyship, but true allyship is about being the change. Being an advocate, being an ally, speaking up, taking action, that's about being the change. Yes, change is a process that begins with an event, and the catalyst of the event can be something horrific that causes us to shine a light on things that we thought we were long past. But it's still 
up to each of us to be the change. It doesn't matter what DEI initiatives or policies or strategies your organization implements. If you do not wholeheartedly take it in as an individual person and really reflect on it and really absorb it and really try to do something different, you're not being the change. It's not going to matter. It doesn't matter how many DEI consultants you bring in to write new policies. It doesn't matter how many new, new statements of support you, you create and publish on your website. It doesn't matter how much money you give to different organizations. If you are not committed to changing your thoughts, to being an advocate, to changing the system by changing the way you move through the system, changes are gonna happen. It's not gonna, it, we're not gonna get to that shift of transformation. We're not gonna get to that next normal. We're not gonna get to the point of creating something new and creating something next that is better than the last. Be the change. Don't just wait for change. Don't just hope for change. Don't just think about change. Don't just talk about change. Be the change. Act, have conversations. Involve and include people that you wouldn't have otherwise. Advocate. Push other people to the front who need to be recognized for their talents and their gifts and their abilities. Tokenism is never okay. And if you are someone that believes that people who are being supported, people who are being celebrated, people who are being recommended for positions that they never would have before, people who are being advanced, and, 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 and welcomed into rooms where they were outsiders before, if you believe all of that is only result of, a result of tokenism, and if you believe that the only reason these people are here is not because they're qualified, it's not because they have done the work, it's not because they are experts in their field, but because someone is trying to check off a box, then you need to re-examine your motives. You need to re-examine yourself. You need to re-examine your perspective and your perceptions. You need to do the work to be the change. You need to look at things differently, not based on what you want them to be, not based on what you have always thought them to be, but be open to seeing them as they really are. One thing that has come out of all of this is that I have had conversations about race, about racism, about systemic discrimination with people that before would never have been open to it. And yes, it's exhausting, but I chose this work. I chose to do this work. I chose this path because I am committed to being the change. I am committed to doing this podcast because by hearing my voice, by listening to the things that I say, by getting a chance to, to hear the truth of my experience and my perspective, then maybe you'll start thinking differently. Maybe you'll be more open to the way things can be. Maybe you'll consider that what you always thought was true, maybe it's not. By listening to me, by me taking on this platform and committing to doing this, I am being the change. I am embodying the change. I am not just thinking about it or talking about it. 
I'm walking that talk. And each one of you listening to this, each one of us has a responsibility to be the change. The world is never, ever going to shift unless there's a call for a shift, unless people act for a shift. George Floyd was murdered Memorial Day weekend. It is now two months later. Protests are still going on. The Montgomery bus boycott lasted for almost a year. It was over 350 something days. It lasted almost a year of consistency because people wanted to be the change. We cannot give in to change fatigue. We cannot give in to feelings that it is too big for any one of us to do anything. We cannot cause ourselves to think that what we do doesn't make a difference because it does. We can't allow ourselves to, to fall into that false narrative that posting this article or commenting on this, on this post or, or sharing my insight or telling my story isn't gonna make a difference because it does. History has shown us that a handful of committed individuals can make a huge difference. Not because of the power of any one of those people, but because of the collective ripple effect and the impact that they have made by causing other people to recognize their own power. Be the change. It's not just about the policies or the procedures or the, this, the, the, the strategies. Be the change. It doesn't matter what you write down. It doesn't matter how many plans you craft. It doesn't matter how many slogans or memes you repost. Be the change. Have that become who you are. Have that resonate within your soul and your spirit. Have that show up within you wholly and fully and authentically. Be the change. Act. Make a decision. Honor that decision with action. Take it upon yourself to be committed to doing the work, to traveling the road, to embarking upon the journey of change. Be the change. Being equipped for change is understanding the process of change. Being equipped for change is understanding your role within change. Being equipped for change is you owning your power to impact and affect and drive change. Be the change. Start within you. Don't take it personally, but make it personal. It starts within you. It grows within you because you nurture it and you are able to spread it among other people by your conversations, by your actions, by the ways in which you show up in the world. Be committed to be the change. Don't just think about it. Don't just read about it. Don't just talk about it. 
Get up and advocate for it. Be an ally through it. Stand up to defend it and protect it. Take action to spur it. Become it. Change is a process that begins with an event. Why don't you become the event, the catalyst that starts the ripple effect and creates an impact and a movement to shift the process, change mindsets, and master success? Be the change. I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to Mindset to Mastery, the Equip for Change edition, where we provide strategies, tips, and actionable items that will help you to change your mindset and create your success. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, President and Chief Outcome Facilitator of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes by equipping people to embrace and manage and navigate change. Visit my website at carsgroup.com, that's K-A-R-S group.com, for more information and to Uh, contact me so that I can work with you and your organization to be able to craft a plan and an approach that will assist you in navigating and embracing the process of change. Until next time, be safe, be sane, and be sanitized. Bye-bye.